Well, today is Independence Day in America, a day of celebration and thanksgiving for the liberty and freedom that comes with being independent. So on behalf of Methodist Central Hall Westminster, we wish our global family out there and all the American people a happy, happy Independence Day. I remember my first mission trip from Africa to America as a military chaplain in the Republic of Sierra Leone Armed Forces. I arrived in the United States of America from my military base in San Antonio, Texas. The country looked so beautiful, so colorful, full of life. Every day felt like an independent day celebration going on. I mean, I'm talking here about the year 2000 when um, life and traveling was much, much more straightforward than what we have now and less complicated. After the course I was attending with my small overseas mission allowance that they used to give military officers to go on those trips, I went on a spending spree. But I think I got far much more than I could carry. I got to the airport and I was told, sir, you are not allowed to take all this on the plane. You have to reduce your weight. My suitcases were almost 27 kgs. They were supposed to be 23, 24 kilograms. And so I had no choice but to step aside and leave some things behind that I really, really wanted to take to Africa. In our gospel passage today, Jesus tells his disciples who were about to go on a mission trip to leave some things behind. No bread, no bag, no money in your belt. They were to take their clothes, their sandals, and the staff, literally a walking stick. Not a very exciting list of items to pack to go on a mission trip, especially on a trip where you expected to go and make a difference in the lives of other people. So we see from this gospel passage that Jesus has come from his own overseas mission trip or his own mission trips to his hometown. Look at how people responded to his homecoming. They were surprised. Is this not the carpenter? Is this not Mary's son? They ask. We know him here as an ordinary carpenter, an unlikely candidate to be the chosen one. In our Old Testament passage as well, we saw how ordinary, humble shepherd boy David was chosen by God to be king. Samuel the priest and Jesse, his own dad, were unconvinced about the ordinariness of the boy God has. Nelson Mandela once said, it is not the kings and generals who make history, but the masses of ordinary people. Ordinary people like William Wilberforce. History tells us that he was an ordinary man from Yorkshire who sacrificed 45 years of his life to speak up against slavery, the buying and selling of human beings. After many setbacks and challenges in his project, it was three days, just three days before his death, that the bill to end the lucrative slave trade was passed at the parliament just down the road from where I am preaching this morning. A bill that restored dignity, worth, and respect to humanity. He was an ordinary person like you and me, who was determined, determined to make a difference. As ordinary as we are, God is inviting us to go and make a difference. Our family members may be unconvinced, our communities may be unsure about God's call upon our lives because of what they knew about us yesterday. But today is another day. Today we can say God's amazing grace has saved us. We once were lost, but now we are found. We were blind, but now we can see. 
as disciples of Jesus who has received this amazing grace. We are to now go and be the voice of God out there, the feet of God out there, the hand of God out there, who will go and make the difference in the lives of other people. God is interested in you. God is interested in me because he is in the business of using ordinary people who are ready to journey with him by faith. As I reflected on the passage, our gospel passage this morning from Mark's gospel, where Jesus instructed his disciples on what to take and what not to take for their mission trip, we can work out what the qualities of a disciple who will make a difference should be. Jesus told them, no bag, no bread, no money in your belt. All you will need is a staff, a walking stick, and some sandals. This tells us that a disciple, firstly, that's a disciple who will make a difference, are the disciples who have faith and confidence in God, faith and trust in God, having total dependence on God the sender. The psalmist says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, to the one who gives us our daily bread. So firstly, a disciple who will make a difference is a disciple who've got faith and trust in God. Perhaps this is why Jesus says to his disciples, no bread, no bag, no money in your belt, because he comes alongside us and he promised to supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. Secondly, a disciple who will make a difference are those who are ready to build new and lasting relationship with God and God's people. According to our gospel passage, we see that the disciples were to go and stay with strangers the patience and grace to build lasting relationship with people is important because if we are to make a difference in the lives of people, we must first seek to build relationship. And thirdly, from that passage, we can work out that a disciple who will make a difference are the disciples who are prepared to deal with rejection. Our Jesus was rejected. At times, the message we bring will be rejected. When this happens, Jesus says, shake off the dust from your feet. This is the same expression as wash your hands off. What does this mean? It means that when we have done all that can be done, we are free to walk away with a clear conscience. In the crucifixion of Jesus, we saw Pilate. Pilate did all he could to save Jesus from crucifixion, but the people rejected all his offers. So what did he do? He took a bowl of water. He washed his hands. Washed his hands, meaning in clear conscience, I have done all I could to help. So when we face rejection in this calling, we should never be discouraged. Rather, continue to trust God and keep loving people and pray for them. In this passage, Jesus is sending his disciples two by two. Two by two to go and make a difference. Make a difference in the lives of people who need someone to listen to them. People who need someone to talk to. To go and make a difference in the way we care for our planet. Make a difference in the lives of those who are in pain because of sickness and diseases. Go and make a difference in the lives of those who are gripped with fear, with poverty, persecution, injustice. In verse 12 of Mark chapter 6, he sent them out two by two. To do what? And what did they do? They preached that people should repent. That was the first message. They preached that people should repent. 
To repent is to turn away from our sins and turn towards God because He has the power to transform our lives and our situation. He can make the ultimate difference in our lives through repentance. The vilest offender who truly believe. Yes, you got that right. A moment from Jesus. A pardon receive. May God grant us the grace to turn to him in honesty, in sincerity, and in true repentance. Because if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But when we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us, but also to make us whole. You see, as a dad, whenever my daughters come to me and say, Daddy, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. It melts my heart. How much more our Heavenly Father, who is in heaven. The disciples went out and they preached repentance. This morning, may I encourage us all, to join the disciples in this mission, to go and preach repentance and encourage people to connect and to reconnect with God through His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. In verse 13 of Mark chapter 6, they went out two by two. And what did they do? They drove out many demons, the Bible says. There are many kinds of demons in society we ought to drive out. Demons are usually oppressing and suppressing people. Well, there are so many wicked actions in our world today that oppresses and suppresses people. It is time to be bold. Time to be bold and to be courageous to tackle those demonic actions in our world. In our short article titled, Let Us Be Bold, Not Fearful, our newly commissioned president of the Methodist Conference, Reverend Sonia Hicks, invites us to work together, to work together to dismantle racism, one of the many demons in our society today. She encouraged us to work together to dismantle this because this is eating up society. We are to work together to also dismantle injustice, to dismantle corruption, inequality, exclusion, greed. All of these demonic actions are the ones that causes hurt, pain, poverty, and deprivation. Let us be the prophet Amos and prophet Micah of our days, people who will rise up and speak up because like them, we are called to go and do good deeds. We are called to go and do justice, not on our own, but together as a group, together as Methodists, together as a church with God's Spirit in our hearts. And finally, in verse 13b, they went out two by two. And what did they do? They anointed many sick people with oil, and they heal them. It is clear in our society today that families need healing. Our society need healing. The church of God need healing. The nation and the world are all in need of healing. We are broken as a result of division. We are damaged as a result of tension. This pandemic has brought so much darkness, darkness in our world. But Amanda Gorman said, there is always light if we are brave enough to see it. And when we can't see it, if we are brave enough, we can be the light. Paraphrase words from a poem titled, The Hill We Climb. It is time for us to climb the hill together, to bring healing and wholeness through the good news of hope. It is time to continue to support and comfort the bereaved in our communities. It is time to ramp up 
our support and provision for those who struggle to find their daily bread. But here is the good news. The good news to us this morning is that every time we turn to God in prayer for the world and for people, we are making a difference. Every time we, every time we put our pennies, our hands in our pockets, and we put our pennies into charitable work that is going on, that is helping the needy, we are making a difference. Every time, every time we share the gospel of Jesus Christ and help people to turn towards God, we are making a difference. And so as we continue our travel this morning, as we continue our own missionary journeys as individuals and collectively, and as we seek God's kingdom, may the light of Jesus Christ abide with us all and shine bright through us for the entire world to see. Amen.